thoughts. Beep, boop, bop, beep, beep. Ideas. Beep, boop, bop, beep, beep, boop. People. Boop, bop, bop, beep, boop. Caravan maintenance. Beep, boop, bop, boop, 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 boop. Trundle beds. What's that plastic thing doing down there? Shut up, Renee. Quiche. Niche. Niche's quiche. Simmons. I've got a character in my new show called Wawoo-Wee-Woo. And it goes, Beep-boop-boop-boop-boop. Hey! How are you? Are you good? I hope you're good. I hope you're feeling good. I hope you're doing good things. I hope you're being kind. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in Adelaide. I'm in Adelaide. And I did my opening weekend of my show, the opening weekend of my sausages. Um, and I got through it. I've, I've bloody, I succeeded. I have succeeded. I haven't had a drink. Oh my God. So last Wednesday was exactly 50 days. 50 days, uh, which is a big thing. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Did I mention Luna Park? Did I? I don't even know what I talked about in the last... You know what? I'm, I'm going to have to look at what the date was when the last podcast was. It doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Hang on a minute. Footlong! It was the 7th of February. So it was... Uh, how long ago was that? What's today? Oh my God, I'm really late. Uh, oh God, apologies for that. Really, really late. Oh, this, I promise you it will be every Monday. Uh, definitely for the next month while I'm in Adelaide because it's the only day I get off and I'm, I'm looking forward to doing it because I've got so much to tell you. And, and stuff. Um, anyway, I hope you're good. If you came to the shows on the weekend in Adelaide, thank you very much. They were bloody, I've got to say, uh, pretty damn good. The Friday show was completely fine. That was the opening night. Yeah, yeah, that was the opening night. Fine. It was funny, really funny, did well. Saturday night, sold out, amazing. Sunday night, best show yet. That was last night. Now it's Monday, and guess what I'm doing? I'm in my uh, little service department. When I say service department, it's got a kitchen. And I am cooking vegan carrots, like miso carrots that you can cook on a barbecue. Anyway, there's just too much to tell you. I, I hope things are going good. Um, are people being kind to each other? Are you nice? I know there's been lots of messages in my inbox, which I haven't got around to, because I've just, <clears throat> I've just not stopped. I've been so goddamn busy. So um, yeah, I, will, I mean, hopefully I'll get back to you. I met people at the Fringe who were big fans of the podcast. I, I'm amazed at how many people are listening to the podcast. It's kind of blowing my mind. Um, thank you, Margarita. Lovely to see you and meet you. And uh, there was a lovely couple that were there that were just too nice for words. They bloody anyway. It's just what a joy it's been. Um, show is completely on track, which is great. So I get to spend, I've got the today off. So it's now, what's the time now? It's got, God damn it. It's already three o'clock. Um, so it's three o'clock. Better set an alarm actually for four o'clock. Cause I have to buy some maple syrup to add to this marinade for these, uh, vegan fucking carrots, uh, to sweeten what's going on with the miso. Um, it was recommended, but I thought, no, the carrots will be sweet enough. Uh, but I'm going to go buy, I don't know. Look, the costings on this thing, I, I don't know what I've done with this thing, but anyway, just hang on. Let me just, uh, set an alarm so I don't, I don't screw myself over here. There you go. Done. 4 PM. 
Um, yes, yeah, so opening night happened. I've got so much to tell you, actually. Look, straight away, here we go. So, uh, the birthday, my little girl's seventh birthday party at Luna Park happened, and that was uh, just a disaster, but it was fantastic. We had lots of fun. There was no vomit. Um, the cake was over the top. Uh, I made fresh, I looked like a wanker. I was making fresh guacamole um, to order because there's the reed avocados, they're just everywhere. And they're so cheap at the moment. So um, yeah, I made fresh guacamole and fresh salsa. God damn it, I'm across it. Uh, for all the parents and kids, the kids love the guac. It was great, it was really good. It was a cheap way of doing it, but then it wasn't cheap in the end. Oh my goodness. So they are thieves at Luna Park. It was just ridiculous. And then you got parents that, you know, they kind of don't know and then another parent comes along and you feel like you have to buy them a ticket as well. It just ended up costing too much money. Couldn't afford it, but we've done it. And now I have to try and recoup it all here in Adelaide with sausages for the Silly Billy Walk. And I've got to be honest, they have not gone that well, but it will pick up. I'm positive it will pick up. Mainly it's because I've been by myself. I do have a business partner. When I say business partner, I mean a guy who's on the, like a guy who knows how to do it, but he's not really there. He's been away uh, managing something else. So I haven't really seen him. Um, and I think I'm making him angry because I keep asking too many questions. And I also think yeah, he might not be as hands-on as I thought he would be. He's a bit more cool. He's a bit more like walking around in linen uh, with lovely sunglasses on than actually uh, getting your hands dirty and chopping up onions, which is totally fine as well. So I have an employee with me because I know that like people out there, I know that some of you guys uh, said you'd volunteer, but I can't, you can't do that. It's just, it's impossible. There's rules with uh, food, health and safety. And, uh, and also it's just like, it's not, it's not fair to you guys and you know, it's not reliable, but if you're being paid minimum wage, <laughs> then you'll, uh, then you'll come and do it. Uh, yeah. So basically my day consists of like sourcing sausages in the morning, chopping onions for a bloody hour, cooking the onions for way too long. Goodness me. It's just been a debacle. Debacle. It has been a debacle. Anyway, I'm all over the shop with this podcast already. So I'm just going to, I'm going to focus. We're going to focus. So the main thing is I am remaining booze free, which is just, I don't know how, I don't know. I am just rewarding myself here. I cannot believe I've done it. I cannot believe I'm continuing, uh, continuing to do it. I'm not freaking out about stuff. I did get shitty at my slash business partner the other day on the phone. Um, and he gave me a serve. He's like, you can't talk to me like that. Um, and I was thinking, like, you can, you know, we're both just people talking. We're friends, but we, and we can talk to each other like that. It's fine. Anyway, um, but yeah, there was a bit of man games going on and I, I, I really didn't want to do the man games, so I didn't do the man games, but I still love him. I love him. He's a lovely guy. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm, I, I haven't freaked out. So I haven't like gone, oh shit, stuff it. And then like gone off to get myself a nice bottle of plonk and come home to chill out. I've just got through it. I guess I'm so exhausted at the end of the day, I go to bed. So I am super proud, like super, super proud. Uh, I've got, I've been through adversity. Someone stole a 100 and, uh, well, $200 trolley. So a trolley to put my esky in and my other esky with my sliced bread, just to make it all easy when I'm on site, when I'm rolling out this barbecue. Some fucking carny, the carnival people. So if you don't understand what, what I'm doing, I'm at a festival. I'm at a fringe festival. It's a gated festival. And I have a mobile bloody uh, barbecue that I can push around and cook sausages for people and have a chat. It's great. It looks fantastic. It's all good. 
Um, but there's other carnies on site, and they're just filthy, filthy fuckers, and they just steal shit off you. So one, so some filthy carny, and they're trying to find out who it is, stole my trolley, uh, which sucks because now I have to carry all my washing up, and because I'm fully doing it, guys. I'm, I'm not like just. I do have someone to help me, but they're just basically doing the point of sales for me. They'll be making more money than me at the moment. I'm, I've the outlay I've put on this is ridiculous. So. Oh, God. So I have stresses, but I'm not drinking, which is just extraordinary. So um, I made the vegan, the Japanese potato salad sandwiches. The Japanese, what, hang on a minute. The vegan Japanese potato salad sandwiches sold out on the first night. And the amount of effort that it took to actually make them, I was like, fuck this, I can't do that again. So I, I, I'm not doing that again. And I spoke to other vegans and they said they'd, have e they'd eaten over the time these really great miso maple carrots, which sounds shit, but apparently if you char them on the barbecue, they're amazing and vegans love them because it's like, oh, I feel like I'm eating a sausage in bread. So I'm spending all day doing that today. Um, it's been mar marinating them in like a mushroom soy sauce, all sorts of shit going on in there. A lot of smoked paprika for that smoky barbecue flavor. Hopefully it will taste fantastic. So it smells great in here, by the way. Um, the ventilation's not that very that good because I'm in a... Um, a service department, so I'm sure someone's going to uh, get angry at me at some stage. But yes, it's been very, uh, it's been very stressful. And also, like on the um, on the birthday day, because all the tickets there weren't enough, and I just had to buy full price tickets on the day because they won't let you buy even if you have a party package. God damn thieves! It's the carnies again, Luna Park carnies, as of, uh, as opposed to these fucking Adelaide Fringe Festival carnies. These uh these carnies at Luna Park that like they because they did the ticket count wrong I had to pay for extra tickets which sucked and I was all stressed out because I, then I had like latecomers coming and they don't know where to go so I have to come and meet them and then I was walking back and I was in a really shitty mood and there was a girl <laughs> this is pretty funny there was a girl on stilts like a stilt walker obviously and she pretended to chase me from behind and as she was chasing me she she was like I'm coming to get you. And it was just adding to the stress. Like I had this stilt walker behind me saying they were coming to get me. And I, I must have, I didn't know it was a stilt walker. So I just turned around and gone, oh fuck, and looked right up at her. And she's like, I'm only joking. And then like just stilt walked away. She looked, she could tell that I was stressed out. Kids parties are stressful. Um, anyway, so that's, uh, didn't drink again. Didn't drink. And I'm not trying to rub it in, by the way, if you are battling. I, I just guess I've got to a point where I've, I've drunk all the drinks. And there ain't no more drinks to drink. Uh, is, is the point where I've got to. Uh, so, yeah, my day on a plate is pretty much get up, source things. It's pretty weird to have a business partner and, God damn it. Anyway, uh, go source things, uh, ride a scooter, like take the scooter into where I have to sell the things with a backpack just full of or uh, full of bloody onions and sausages. This is a ridiculous... What, di what was I thinking? Who was that? Someone just got shot in the service department. Um... I just don't know what I was thinking. Uh, anyway, so then I scooter over there with a whole bag full of uh, that shit. Then I start chopping up onions, which takes forever. So I start slicing onions. Off we go. Slice, 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 slice. Sear, 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 sear. Cook them off. Um, and then I try to set it up. And hopefully it's going to start running well then, now that I'll have someone there to help me. Um, because up until now, it's been, it's been highly stressful. But the show's been funny. So that's good. And the actual art of selling the sausages and talking to people, I love it. That's really fun. So I'm just hoping it works out. Um, I hope I don't just cover my costs. I mean, God, I hope I cover my costs, but I hope I don't just cover my costs. I hope there's some money there for the Silly Billy Walk to do something with. God damn it. 
God, because my bloody... Even even like this happened the other, on Thursday. So on the opening night of the whole thing, the actual sausage sizzle, because I opened the sausage sizzle the day before the show opened up, um, my creditors rang me to say, you haven't been paying your thing. And I was like, even that stress didn't force me to go get a bottle of Pinot Noir. Uh, so yes, every, every dollar at the moment is absolutely counting. And uh, yeah, I can't afford to go buy Pinot Noir, can I? I've got to buy, I've got to buy onions. And I got a, I bloody bought a big bottle of Worcestershire sauce today. And I didn't know there was anchovies in it. So that's not vegan. I can't use it. God damn it. I thought that'd be really nice in the onions. So I've been cooking off the onions in Coopers because there's free, not free, by the way. Oh, bloody hell, this is another thing as well. God damn it. People are fucked. Someone even stole a bottle of my morning fresh on site and a, and, uh, a whole packet of, uh, uh, of paper towels. Like, what is wrong with people? There are people from other food stores that are like, oh, I need morning fresh. So they just grab it and then a roll of uh, kitchen towel. You filthy fucks. I'm half expecting to go in there tomorrow and the barbecue's gone. And if it is, I'll bloody that. I'll just pull the plug. And I'll get sad, but I won't drink. I'll just do my show and just try to get out of it that way. Anyway, yes, it's been stressful. It's been bloody stressful, but I'm um, getting through it. Hey, I'll play something funny now. I'll play a little funny thing. And I'll come back and I'll um, stop boring you about sausages and uh, and miso carrots. Okay, I'll be I'll be back with you in a second, just a sec. And these are things at the institute. A precise history of themes with Sam Simmons. Nineteen eighty four, somewhere in Adelaide, Sam Simmons has accidentally dropped his hand solo action figurine down the back of the couch between the big cushions. Oh. As Sam ripped away the cushions, he was sucked inward as the velvety cushions swallowed him up like a giant bullfrog swallowing this a cricket. This is very radical! cried Sam. I seem to be flying through some type of futuristic wormhole! Simmons was then forced to go through puberty within nine minutes. Oh, weird hair! Oh, girls! Oh, pimples! Oh, girls! Oh, I'm artistic! Spiralling out of control and into an unknown future, clinging hopelessly to his couch. Because this was no ordinary couch. This was a porthole into a porthole, into a rabbit hole, into a black hole, into a vortex, into a land that time has forgotten. Because it never. I'm bored, Mummy! This is so boring! Future, future, future. Simmons was now a boy trapped in a man's body, but not in a weird way. Who am I? Where am I? What am I doing? I've got pubes! This is the story of a man. A boy man! Boy man future coach! This is so boring! 34. Situation cues. Uh, I tell you what, it's lovely to be in dry heat. Uh, the more I've realised Sydney is getting moister and moister. More Balinese by the day. The desert heat of Adelaide, even though, like, you know, it must be a very difficult place to... To live and source water. I mean, I'm sure they're going to fix all these things, aren't they? There must be someone with a plan. I know the biggest battery plant or something's in South Australia, and I think Elon Musk is heavily invested here, even though no one likes him at the moment. I don't know why no one likes him. I don't know what he's because he, I guess he's got an ego. People don't like that. Um, but yeah, the desert heat. Oh, it is. It is lovely because the nights are warm, but it's not that oppressive. It's just lovely, and um, yeah, the garden and the, the festoon and pontoon. If you've never been to Adelaide during the Fringe, it is just extraordinary. I just drank some soda water. There's going to be a burp in a minute. Hang on, I think I have to, uh, I'll have to mute. Pardon. 
Uh, also, not good for the enamel on your teeth, I know, uh, is soda water. Just so you know, if you're thinking uh, that soda water is good for you, no, it's high in salt, it dehydrates you more, um, and it erodes the enamel on your teeth. Oh, God, aren't I, bloody... I'm just a wealth of good news today. Uh, so, what's going on in the show that's problematic? I don't think there's anything problematic. I am... There's a bit of... There's no thoughts in the show, like big thoughts where I'm trying to solve problems or talk about my depression, which is the best part of the show because everyone's just like, oh, thank fuck for that. I've got such a loyal audience and I'm so thankful that everyone comes. But yeah, it's just a stupid hour. Tell you what, it feels good not to have to go in and cook sausages tonight, though. Sorry, I'm back. I'm back. No, sorry, I'll get off sausages. Oh my god, they're just gonna drive. They're gonna drive me mad. That and the thieving carnies, you thieving bastards. Um. Anyway, I will stop banging on out my food factory and get on. Uh, I paid for a doily to a little old lady. Um, the other day at Spotlight. Uh, if you don't know what Spotlight is, uh, it's a name for a shop that doesn't really make sense for what it is. It's a haberdashery shop. So basically it's, uh, you know, linens and fabrics and uh, haberdashery in general. Uh, Manchester, I think, is uh, they also call it. Which I think Manchester is called Manchester because I think most uh, tea towels used to come out of the Manchester the place. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong. About that, I can look that up. Maybe that'll be the uh, what a terrible deep dive topic. What a terrible thinky topic would be a deep dive on linen. But I fuck it, we're gonna do it. I don't care. Uh, anyway, I paid for this uh, little old lady's doily. Um, she was some variant of an Asian person. I don't know whether she was Chinese or Vietnamese. Her language was, her English was not very good. The poor thing. So her set, you know, I mean. There were some words, and it's better than me, uh, if you've got a second language, good on you. But she couldn't work out how to do the technology on her phone to pay for the doily. So I just, the, the line was really busy. I was really busy. I needed to get a hot glue gun because I'm an artist. <laughs> I needed a hot glue gun. Uh, so I paid for a doily. And um, I thought it was quite racist because she kind of bowed uh, after I gave it to her. Yeah, out of thank you. Not like a full bow, um, just a little bow. Gave me a little bow and <laughs> pulled away, got a free doily. But then I thought to myself, maybe that's a scam. Maybe that's a scam that little old ladies uh, pull on people. They pretend not to know the language and don't know how to use a credit card. But at the same time, it must be so hard being an old person these days, having to negotiate this technical world. Also, banks are closing left, right and centre and they have to use ATMs. It just must be just a nightmare for people. Um, oh, good. I mean, wooey, wowie, woo, woo. That's my, um, uh, that's my soda bottle expanding. There's little crack noises that you, you can hear there. Guess what I found under the bed? Oh my God, I can't believe I just remembered this. So I'm in a service department. This is so weird. And what I normally do, you won't know which one I'm in, so you don't know how to bloody uh, rob me. So, get this, I bloody, <laughs> I love it. I normally hide my electrical goods under my bed when I go out. Um, so I hide my laptop under my bed. You don't know where I am. You might know what, um, uh, what hotel I'm staying at, but you don't know what room I'm in. Anyway, and it's hard to get in. You won't be able to break in. I hide my laptop normally under the bed and it hit something. And I was like, what's that? I pulled out a plate, cocaine. <laughs> it's cocaine? on a plate, on a dinner plate, that someone obviously got busted really quickly and just shoved it under the bed. 
Um, and I know it was cocaine because I know what it tastes like. And I did. I put my finger into it and had a little lick. And I'm like, fuck. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing it. And it would have been enough to like rack up a little bit. But I quickly just uh, washed that under the sink and got rid of it. But how funny is that? Because oh, I knew. And by the way, I did that because I knew that if I did do that, um, then I'd probably then go, oh, go get a beer. Uh, and it was. It was late at night as well. How funny is that? What a dirty apartment. Um, I don't know whether I should tell them or not, but yeah, very, very, very funny. Um, and also proud of myself again for not, um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, for not, uh, for not succumbing and doing something with it. Also, no one's got bloody cash notes anymore to roll it up. Anyhow, it's not like I didn't think about it. Any, everybody, it's not like I didn't think about it. Um, yeah, so that's fair. That, that, that was pretty funny. I've also got into a huge fight. Get, so get this, this is. I think this is crazy. I don't think anybody's got any advice for me. No one knows how to fix this problem. So this is what's happened. My upstairs neighbors, uh, renters that live above me, they just happen to be renters, poor bastards. I understand it. The property market's fucked. Their washing machine was faulty. And the way they were draining their washing machine was using a bit of gaffer tape into a bathtub. Uh, the washing machine went into a full cycle and water splashed everywhere. The plug came, uh, the hose came out and flooded us downstairs, damaged our ceiling. I took it up with Strata, rah, rah. They took it up with their property manager who have said that it's a Strata problem because it's a problem with the plumbing and the pipes underneath. Now, I don't think it is because it was a white good that went um, awry. And then guess what? They bloody, then they said to me um, that I have to pay for my own damage to my own ceiling. Does that make sense to you? If someone floods your your apartment from above, why should I have to pay for the damage that's been done to my ceiling from their, their problem, from the washing machine that they fucked up? Isn't that extraordinary? And these real estate agents, they were like, they were like full mafia, like coming down hard on me, kind of like and being really aggressive. I wasn't aggressive at all first. I just rang them to go, hey, look, what's the story here? What do we do? And they got me on the phone. They, this guy, she handed me over to some other guy. I, I couldn't believe it. And I looked up New South Wales fair trading and all that sort of stuff. And I, I think they're in the right about part of it, which is fair enough. It's the plumbing's not draining properly, that type of thing. That strata, I get it. We'll pay for that. But the damage to my ceiling from a white good that's above me that's faulty, that cannot be up to me to have to uh, paint that and fix that myself because I refuse to. It's just completely, it just seems so unfair that someone can flood you from above because their washing machine was being drained into a washing machine with a bit of gaffer tape and a hose and then that's come away because the washing machine was rocking too violently. It just makes no sense that then I have to pay for that damage. Anyway, maybe someone out there knows. Uh, hit me up, uh, the, the email link is there. If, uh, I'd love some free advice. I don't know who to talk to. I don't know what to do. All I know is I'm not going to pay for that. No way am I going to do that. Um, yeah, so... Yeah. I mean, normally that would set me off. But uh, again, hey, Mr. No Booze. I wonder if I'm becoming boring. I don't think I am, though, because the show's been really funny. I'm funnier, if anything. I'm definitely funny. And I'm still angry. Oh, and I dealt with some road rage really well the other day. Instead of, like, just going off at some guy, I just... I fully just smiled, like I kind of violently smiled and gave the thumbs up heaps and it made him way angrier and you could see him pull, trying to pull out a traffic to follow me. And, and again, a, um, a bogan guy in a Hilux really angry at me because he cut me off 
And I just smiled. All I did was just smile and give him the thumbs up. And that was enough to set him off. I like that. I like if that's the thing. I mean, if I was to honk, um, you know, call him a cunt and then like get really angry at him, I don't think he would have reacted as angrily as me just smiling. I mean, that's a good way of dealing with stuff in general. Like having a difficult neighbor the last time was just to smile and say good morning all the time. That's part of my new mantra, by the way. I got a new mantra, I framed it, and I brought it over with me in uh, in my luggage. Here it is right in front of me. It says, take it one day at a time. That's obviously in relating to my booze. Be happy and inspired all day. Uh, say good morning and be social. I mean, these are just rules for me to be a normal human, by the way. Um, remember, you already have the advantage. It's not too late. That meaning uh, professionally in my career that I realized, look, you know, I have done a lot of great stuff. I've done a lot of things. And I, you know, I can continue on with my career. I just need to not get so sad about it um, and realize I have an advantage to so just keep going. Uh, look at things with positivity and funness. That's obviously my mind. Be naff. Uh, sorry, don't be naff. Be funny, which is the point of the show. It was uh, just make it funny. Don't try and bloody, don't, don't try and educate people. Uh, no feeling sorry for yourself. Yep, I've completely started doing that. Uh, watch and listen to the BBC. Yes, I know you'll just say they're Zionists and don't believe in them, but they it makes me feel good when I'm hearing the BBC. I don't know why. Uh, if I've got that going on in the background, I hear about the news. I don't get too into the news if it's too full on, but I like it. Keep your blinkers on and look for the good, which is basically I don't look around. So if I see someone that I find threatening or something like that, I'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to ignore that in a really fun way and smile and wander on. Um, and I'm using mindfulness. And instead of uh, mindfulness, it's mindfulness. So every moment I can, until I go to bed, I, I'm full. I'm filling my mind and doing things to keep myself, uh, to keep myself occupied. Um, and then it says, be kind, be kind, be kind. And then I have the def definition of anger, which I think I ran past you last time. Um, especially when you've got anger at someone else about something in your past, it says the definition of anger is an emotional punishment you give yourself for someone else's behavior. Um, my partner does not agree with that. She doesn't like it, but I do like it. It, it, it resonates with me. Resonators! Um, it also quite lamely says here, destiny belongs to the underdogs. So I don't know what the fuck I'm turning into. As a, oh, Jesus, as a sober person. But um, uh, yes, destiny belong, belongs to the underdogs. And I'm definitely an underdog these days. My destiny awaits. Uh, hey, speaking of underdogs, I met an Aboriginal. I met an Aboriginal. I met an Aboriginal named Phil Saunders, who is a bigwig um, Indigenous fella from the Tundanya uh, place in Adelaide. And I told him all the names I know um, for Narunga people. And he's like, I'm going to help you out, brother. We're on it. So I actually emailed, I texted him this morning. He got back to me straight away. So that's bloody exciting. How good's that? It's all on. It's all on. Uh, yeah, so that, that that's really exciting. And hopefully go visit and find out some stuff in between making fucking sausages. Um, yeah, so very, 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 very excited uh, to be doing that because I, I really want to know more. I want to know more. I want to know more. Oh! Uh, what does that say here? Envy is the art of counting another person's blessings instead of your own. Yeah, that's true. That's looking over the fence at someone. And I could be doing that. I could be looking over at Tommy Little's audience. Um, but I'm doing well. I've got lots of people in. Um, thank goodness. It's very, very, and be classy. That's the other one. Be classy. Also, had another lovely moment the other day. I was uh, just uh, walking past a guy on Rundle Street. <laughs> He's a bogan, sitting there, and he was obviously with his family or some of his family. 
and he was <laughs> I love this he was trying to get, negotiate edamame and you could just see the disappointment on his face at what edamame was I'm sure he's had it before and he's like ah oh, fuck we've got to start with edamame and it was just a kind of a heavy set bogan just negotiating his edamame it just great, gave me great joy it was a great thing to watch uh <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh so much, but there is just something quite uh, lovely about a, 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 a bogan man with fat fingers trying to pop open an edamame, and one of them pops out too quickly, you know what I mean? Like, Because uh, he hasn't worked out how to do it into the mouth properly yet, so he's just doing it at the table, and one shoots off, and he's like, oh, fuck, some nourishment's gone. Um, anyway, it made me very, it made me happy. Made me very, very happy. Speaking of happy, I spoke to my dear friend Phil Burgers, who is uh, Dr. Brown the Clown. Dr. Brown the Clown. He's a clown around town. Um, spoke, spoke to him last week, which is a lovely thing to do because he's a, he's a Southern Californian funny man. I don't know whether you guys have seen any of my stuff with him. I wish I had a recording of one of the shows I did with him. It was just very, very, very good stuff. Um... Yeah, and that was lovely. He's got a little boy called Bruno who he's... And he's just, he's just coming to terms with being a dad and it's freaking him out, like, uh, worried that it's going to take away his creativity. I'm like, nah, man, it makes it better. It makes bloody good things happen. Uh, okay, but better bloody... Uh, I'm waffling on. He's a waffling. He's a waffling. Um, I'll play something. Hang on a tick. Might be a this is Jorge. Jorge likes dancing. Hey, I like to dance. Jorge likes long walks on the beach. Look... A seashell, seashell, she said. Jorge likes puppets. I like the way they move their arms. All floppy, floppy. He likes keeping fit and exercising. Mm. But most of all, Jorge likes solving problems. In the bottom. What would Jorge do? Dear Jorge, I was shaving before work the other day when I accidentally cut just under my nose. It didn't stop bleeding for at least four to six hours. Ouch on my nose. From Carl in Wanneroo. Dear Carl, ouch, that hurts. I remember when I went out on a very sensual date with a very special woman. We were driving around listening to my favourite band, Celtic Thunder. When she said to me, Oh, I'm so happy. I could bite a grape. I don't know what you mean. It feels like I've known you forever and ever and ever and ever. Ever and ever. We just met. Oh, oh my God! Oh, Look oh, out! We were nearly in a terrible road accident. We swerved to avoid hitting a tree and accidentally ran over a tiny little man called Purple Wayne. But he was okay. In fact, he has even nicknamed me Dude Rocker. <laughs> Dude Rocker. Why not put some honey on your nose? Good luck, Carl. Love, Jorge. Hey. Oh, hey. In the bottom. Thanks, Jorge. Yeah, I think the problem is that uh, yeah, Russell stuck his finger in to um, taste it, and he's contaminated the whole thing. Oh, oh, sorry, I don't think you meant you were meant to hear that. Sorry. Hey, um, God damn it, I've been you know I've been craving sugar. Um, I think that's primarily because I'm not drinking booze. Um, but the latest one, and I it, I, I hovered over it uh, at the supermarket, was an ice cream cake. <laughs> Like a full, a full ice cream cake just for me. You know, like, um, oh, what's his name? Macaulay Culkin when he, in Home and Alone. Home and Alone. Home Alone. Oh, jeez, what's going on there? Maybe I have recorded this too hot. Is it all too hot? Um, let me go back. Shit, did I screw this whole thing up? 
No, no, it's fine. Anyway, um, yeah, in Home Alone, when he orders a whole cheese pizza just for him, you can't have a whole ice cream cake just for for him. Um, anyway, I did I did hover over it for too long, just thinking, oh yeah, I deserve that. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do it. I'll wait till my uh, family comes. I'll wait for me family. Uh, I'm making a yummy dinner tonight, so uh, it's uh, a lone night for me, which is wonderful. I fully helped out my partner this morning. She's all freaking out about stuff. She's got a very high-pressure job, and sometimes she doubt, doubts herself, even though she's incredibly talented at what she does. She's a production designer, so she deals with, like, you know, m- like million-dollar budgets and all this type of shit, like, really hardcore job. And she used to have issues with her self-confidence and stuff and the way she talked to people. Um, even though she's... I mean, God damn it, she's so funny. Um, as you can imagine, you know, I wouldn't be with her if she wasn't... She's funnier than me. Like, when, it, when people get to meet her, they're like, they prefer her to me. Which is fine, I mean, easy enough anyway. But yeah, she, she had a, a crisis of confidence uh, over the last couple of weeks with her job and rah, rah. And she's fine. She's totally fine. She's amazing at her job, and she doesn't need to feel like that. But this morning, she uh, she rang me up in tears, and she uh, had no childcare to go off to do something for her job um, because Nana's got COVID, and it was all very stressful. And I was I was able to just solve the problem for her, and I felt really good. I was able to ring uh, the right people and go, "Hey, do you mind?" looking after Luna tonight and tomorrow night, do you mind asking someone else, can you pick her up? And yeah, it was just really, uh, it was nice to be able to do that for her because she was, she was way too stressed and um, not thinking straight and not able to fix that kind of thing. So I also uh, reminded her that um, uh, I've got some Valium there for her if she freaks out too much and she can just sit down and chill out for a bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes those things work quite well. Anyway, uh, yes, what was I talking about? Oh, yes, I've made it delicious. So it's, 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 home, it's home alone tonight. A whole ice cream bloody cake just for me. I think something has happened to the levels. It looks weird. Anyway, if it, if it just dropped out in the last minute weirdly, it's all back on. Doesn't matter. Um, I have, uh, I couldn't find it. I've got a, a lovely uh, little rigatoni and I'm doing that with some anchovy and broccoli and chili. Um, that's going to be my yummy at home alone dinner. A whole broccoli pasta just for me. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm very much looking forward to it because I deserve it. I've been a good guy. Um, now, if you are a nice person and you come up to me in the garden during the Adelaide Fringe and ask for a complimentary ticket because you're really poor, you can. But don't then bloody get the ticket and then leave halfway through. Oh my God, last night, BB, I'm calling you out. I don't think she listens to the podcast. BB is a large Fijian woman, and she's very fun. And I've seen her in the garden a lot, and I said, do you want some free tickets? She said, yes. And I, and I said, how many? She said, three. So I got her three tickets, which cost me money. They cost me, I don't know, probably $6 to get a complimentary ticket, which is just highway robbery, because you can't just let someone in. God, I had a weird moment the other night as well. So you've got a lot of people who run the, the box office, and you've got people who run the front of house venues. Weird thing, like, just a weird moment with this person. I'm not going to point toward it because I don't think I'll even get back to them, but they could see there was leftover sausages at the end. And they kind of came over and said, oh, look, at the end of your shift, can you give us those sausages? And there was, it was kind of, I mean, the strange thing was a please and thank you was lost in there somewhere, but I did it. And then I asked, let's just say the same person <laughs> for help with a complimentary ticket for Bibi, the, uh, the large, uh, I'm assuming poverty stricken Fijian woman. 
And uh, yeah, just kind of made it difficult for me and wouldn't help me out. So um, anyway, no, no sausages for you. Um, yeah, so anyway, so then BB came along and she just left halfway through. Uh, and she didn't bring her two friends with her. I was like, and I, I'm sure she was. I mean, I know she loved the show because she laughs really loudly. But I just don't know what the moment was where she was just like, I'm going now. Or she wasn't thinking properly and said, I will have tickets when she didn't let, have time to stick around and see the show. Anyway, don't do that to me because uh, it really put me off. Um, it gave me, you know, uh, I, I got to rip on her quite a bit um, because I was doing a bit uh, racially about Filipino people and then I changed it to Fijians, which was uh, just as ridiculous. Um, by the way, I'm not, I'm not racist. It's uh, me, me pointing out. It was very funny. Anyway, it's a very funny bit that I've got. It's a very bloody funny show, by the way. I've got to say, it's very bloody funny. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, if you are going to, if, if, you, if you are struggling, um, you can hit me up and I will probably comp you. Uh, yeah, I, I've got no issue with that. Now, hey, uh, what else have I got to tell you? I've got something else to share with you that's very, very private. I've got a rash on my anus. No, I don't. Um, ow! God damn it! Fuck. Oh, I'll leave it in the. I'll leave it in the recording. That's oh my god. That's like a fucking habanero chili oil in the eye. Oh, ah, oh, that hurt. Ah, oh, that hurt. So what I do is I. Uh, it's a delicious way of doing it. Good lord, that stung. Oh, anyway, uh, what I do is I get a habanero and I put it in the. Fr I pop them in the freezer and then I grate them. So then you finally get finally get chili all the way through uh, what you're trying to make with chili, um, but I guess a little bit flicked up onto my um, under my fingernail and got in me, in me eye hole. Um, that really 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 hurt. Jesus Christ! I'm I'm also worried I'm getting scabies. Has anybody had scabies before? So scabies, I had them once in my twenties, and it's like this weird bed bug that you get, and they it's disgusting. I've just had really itchy in between my fingers. And I remember that was one of the signs of uh, scabies. When I, and don't let that be put off. Uh, I wear gloves when I'm cooking the sausages. Jesus, well, I shouldn't be telling you this. I probably don't have scabies is what I'm saying anyway. Uh, but I do remember having scabies. And what they are, it's a bug that, that um, defecates under your skin. It's disgusting. And they live in the, like the little, in the webbing of your fingers. Awful, awful thing to go. It was really bad. It really got to me. Was, uh, I, I think they're just bed bugs in general. Um, but I think in Australia we call them scabies. <laughs> Which does sound like a game you play in the um, in the schoolyard. Scabies, you've got scabies. All right, who's got scabies? You've got scabies. We used to play AIDS when I was a kid. Um, AIDS chasey. Uh, it was during the the whole the, the big fear and campaign of uh, of AIDS, and everyone was scared of of AIDS as they should be. Um, but you can now live with HIV and be quite healthy, which is amazing. Oh Jesus, that was a bloody that was a big rev. Um, Anyway, so we used to play AIDS. We're idiots. We were children. Like, we were six years, seven years old. And we catch someone and go, you've got AIDS. No, you've got AIDS. And you chase each other and play AIDS, Chasey. Uh, I wonder what they play now. Do they play COVID? They wouldn't play COVID because that's just too... I mean, that's going around. That is going around at the moment. Sheesh, a lot of people have got it. I don't know whether they just use whether you really get affected by it anymore or you just use it as an excuse to get out of work or being social. I really like being social now, guys. I don't know what's happened. Even today, I've been all alone all day. And I've not liked it. I know that tomorrow I've got to get out there again and bloody get into it and get social. I've got to go talk to me cheeky butcher. And I really wanted to drop the prices. I think I'm paying too much. So I'm really going to try and talk him into it. Come on, man. Uh, it's for a good cause. 
you know, I'm, I'm spruiking your sausages like a bastard in front of, like, you know, lots of people. Anyway, I should shut up about the sausages. I'm very sorry about that. Uh, someone called me a cunt um, the other day on the sausage grill because uh, I was charging $7. But it's an organic sausage, and I'm cooking off the, uh, the onions in Cooper's. And every sauce is there, all the good sauces, not just the shit ones, not an Aldi sauce, like White Crow... Um, there's sriracha, all the good things, all the good, and I got caught, he's like, they're, that's, they're cunt prices, and he's, his kid was there, that's Adelaide for you, and so I told him, what did I say to him, I didn't say bugger off, what did I say to him, I said something pretty, oh, I called him a drop kick, that's right, I'm like, yeah, whatever you drop, I said, jog on you drop kick, <laughs> which I like, I like that, yeah, drop kick, jog on, Jog on you, Droppo. Uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, yeah, and they're not. They're, they're a decent price. I mean, look, if it's starting to struggle, I know that I'm going to have to drop it down to $5. I know that, but I've got overheads, and I've got the bloody, the other guy's just too hardcore. He's a bloody nut, you're charging it. Um, it's not even like he's my boss. He's like 15 years younger than me, but he just kind of bloody, he's very intimidating as a man, in a good way, though. He's very lovely, and I love him, but he, he intimidates me. Um, and I don't know why. I think it, it might be because he is part carny. He's a Scottish carny, and I think that might be the reason why I'm scared of him. Um, but he's not scary in any way at all. Uh, I went to a. I went past my favourite uh, little Japanese weird shop today in Adelaide as well, which is full of just weird uh, manga figurines, like very strange ones as well, like highly sexualised manga figurines, like um, porn ones, like porn manga. Uh, but I did take Luna in there last time, and the porn manga stuff is covered up. Uh, and I went into the back section to look at the porn manga just for the sake of it, like nothing weird. I'm not into, you know, dolls and stuff like that. Uh, but I was looking for like what gift I'm going to get her this year because I always get her a little fun gift from the Japanese pornography shop. <laughs> oh, I'm not well. Uh, I've got another MC. I'm seeing another wedding coming up as well, which is fun. So if you do want, if you, if you want a loose as fuck uh, MC, I'm your man. I'm really good at it. It's like a roast. I just roast people. I find out information about the family and then I just wander around with a roving microphone and I roast people, which I, I just absolutely adore doing. Uh, I think I've got some sound stuff to drop in this year, this week, this year. This, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I do. I better find it. Um, hang on a tick. I think I've got some, uh, uh, and I think I've got some dreams to interpret as well. Uh, I've got a message here from Fern. Is it Fern? Who's this one? Bloody, where are you? Oh, Daniel and Fern in Hobart. Yes, I am. I want to come. Did I mention this? I don't think I did. Um, but I do want to come to Hobart soon and I want to come to Launceston soon. But I don't know whether I will be coming there because I don't think Stuart Bell likes me anymore. He's a promoter there. So um, anyway, so shout out to Stuart Bell. If you don't like me, just tell me. If you've got a problem, just bloody email me, mate. All right. Um, I don't know whether that's true or not. Anyway, I would love to come down. I'd love to come down to Hol uh, Launceston and Hobart. So I will keep, keep you posted. I'm going to look for these sound bites that I've got for you. Sound? Why do they call it a sound bite? Why is it? Oh, yeah, bite. B-Y-T-E. It's not a sound, a sound bite. It's not like a snack. Here we go. Here's an ear snack. Uh, which could be this podcast. All right, hang on a second. I'll find something for you. I'll be back in a minute. Shut up. Yeah, um, lots of nice messages here. Uh, yes, Kate Fury liked my Spider Monkey uh, Wombat 
dream interpretation. Guy McGrath, thank you very much, mate. He, but he sent me a little buoyant message. Well, keep it up, mate. Keep it up. Uh, I think we got a, I, I think this is another trucky. This is, except this one, like this could be dubious. Uh, Liam Grantham, yes, no, I spoke about him last time. Who else is here? There's some, there's someone bloody else in here as well. Where's the, um, someone wrote a, it's got like a message here that says, thank you, Carly Midup, uh, Dr. Whiskey. Yes, I know all about Dr. Whiskey. There is a guy called Sam Simmons who is a whiskey promoter. Uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Johnson, as always. Hello, my friend. Um, and Jennifer Trevally, thank you for the lovely message. That actually, that's, that one's made up. There's no one, no one called uh, Jennifer Trevally. Um, now, I did have a voice message in there, but it doesn't make sense, so I'm just going to leave it out. Uh, if you are going to leave me a bloody voice message, make it coherent. Make it bloody coherent. I uh, I couldn't understand what was being said or what the hell you were going on about. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to name you. I'm not even naming and shaming. Uh, now, this is Flinders Stokes. Where are you, Flinders Stokes? Let me have a look here. I don't know. He sent me a, a Spotify link to one of his tracks uh, called called Backpack. Um, I think that may as well just be able to play it live on here. Hang on. Like, I only just worked out recently I could raise the volume of uh, something... Just online and an app. Anyway, let's see if this works. This, this is, oh, what do you mean sign in to bloody listen to... I don't need to log in. I'm already in. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, here we go. Is it going to work? You piece of shit. Oh, for God's sake. Why, the, why can't things just be normal? So it's called Flinny. The artist is Flinny. God's sake. So now I'm in, now I'm in my bloody... I'm in... I'm in it. I'm in bloody, uh, what do you call it? God's sake. This is what I mean. You, you bloody, you try to do things and then shit, shit, shit. All right. Anyway, okay. I have to stop and find it. Ah, oh, annoying. Okay. Well, that, uh, that didn't work at all. That was really frustrating. Uh, so the song's disappeared. Sorry, Flinders Stokes. I would have played your song. I played it a while ago to myself and I liked it. It was about... Uh, kids learning to put things in a backpack. Anyway, god damn it! Technology, man! Oh, technology! What's going on with technology? Uh, anyway, look, um, I don't know what else to tell you this week, people. I've got too much to do. I love you. Please send me some messages. I love them. I love a voice message. Just look, when you do it, record it in a... Just don't try and bloody do a rude joke. I mean, you can. If you can sneak it through, great. But just send me a send me any thought you want, any question. I love interacting. I've realised I'm a people person. I used to think I was not a people person, but I'm a people person. Uh, so if you'd like to, um, yeah, get in contact with me, please send me a voice message. Really easy to just do it on your phone. Just do it as a voice message, and then text it to me as a as an email. You just text as an email. Just go to Simple Sam. What is it? No. Um, samnishesquiche at gmail.com almost gave her a bloody private one didn't I didn't I um, which is a ridiculous one anyway alright well look I'm going to go off and finish making my dinner I'm going to use the pasta water to cream it up which is a, which is my secret when it comes to broccoli and anchovy uh, I might even watch some terrestrial television for a while I might clean up my apartment and I mean, I don't feel like sauteing onions tonight, but if I get it done today, it's done. You know, they last. 
I tells you. They bloody last. Um, okay, well, look, guys. Oh, that's what I was going to do. It was a bloody deep dive on Manchester. Let's do it. Hang on a tick. Oh, we're doing a thinky. He's doing a thinky. He's thinking and stinking. But he's no longer drinking. Okay. Right. Where does Manchester come from? Manchester water? What's that? Is that beer or something? Is that a crazy thing for a beard? No, what is Manchester water? From the reservoirs of... Yeah, from a lake. Well, that's, you know, duh. Who cares about that? Uh, where does Manchester come from? Here we go. Let's go. Uh, Northwest England, of course. Um, no, Manchester history. No, no, I want to know about the Manchester um, haberdashery. Dash. Great word is haberdashery. Haberdash. God damn it. I need a producer. Uh, Manchester and cotton cloth. Here we go. Uh, back in the 1700s and 1800s, Manchester's prosperous textile industry was thriving on the back of slavery <gasps> slave cotton i mean they were picking cotton and then the english ones were turning it into fabric that's blood fabric hey mate that's a blood t-shirt you're wearing um that makes sense actually because i know that uh, most of the shit you buy from h&m and uh what's that other one that everyone goes to top shop or whatever uh that's all bloody blood blood t-shirts yeah bloody blood t-shirts uh, okay, Manchester's... Right, here we go. But it was the city's outrage at this trade in human cargo which also sparked the campaign for abolition. Well, there you go. The city... The, so the Manchurians. Well, the Mancurians got... Mancurians? Manchurians. Manchester's direct and indirect connections to the transatlantic slave trade can be linked to the city's thriving cotton industry. Wow, this is... what. See, here you go, people. Look, I just said the word haberdashery earlier. And it's now we're learning about slavery. This is why. This is why we're here. Uh, you need to send me more messages, though, people. More messages. Um, otherwise, I get lonely. Um, and not just ones like, "Hey, I'm liking it." Don't don't worry about that. Just tell me something about your life. Share something with me. Share a problem, no matter small, how small or insignificant you think it is. Share, share, and share. I'm sharing. I share everything. Um, Okay, right, so uh, it was linked to the city's thriving cotton industry, which was built on slave-growing cotton from the West Indies. Wow. This cotton was subsequently woven into textiles, a major export item for Liverpool slave traders. Manchester's cotton mills produced coarse checks. Yeah, that's basically the tea towels. And silk handkerchiefs. The industry reportedly earned Manchester up to £200,000 per annum, the equivalent of 28 million today. It was mostly cloth that was traded for captured Africans. <gasps> oh, that's really bad, isn't it? So they get the cloth. Oh my God. So they get the cloth from the West Indies, from slaves in the West Indies, make the cloth, trade that cloth, get more slaves. That's terrible. Um, as the demand for cotton cloth increased worldwide, traders responded by importing, importing, uh, importing slave-growing cotton from America. This helped the city um, to treble its cotton trade in the last quarter of the 18th century. Um, at the same time, the transatlantic, uh, transatlantic slave trade was booming. Isn't that sad? Wow. I'll never look at one of those tea towels the same way again. You know the ones I mean, like just the the, the little crisscross uh, blue and white and red and white ones. Sheesh, they're racist. Racist tea towels. 
How about that? Racist bloody tea towels. Well, we learned. We lived, we learned, we loved. We loved, we learned, we lived. All right, I'm going to go off and finish my dinner. And uh, I love you very much. I'm sorry the podcast was late. I shall be sending us out uh, within the hour. Ah, ta-ta!